Hello world and welcome to the Overtone Warp Zone. This podcast is for people who enjoy games, love music, and want to know more about how their favorite songs work. Each episode will focus on some pieces of music from the video game corpus and talk about one musical concept found in those pieces. In our first season, we're diving deep into the score of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. I'm Dan Bergman, and let's get started. So far on this podcast, I have tried to bring you what I believe is the very best of Smash Bros. music. Today, my subjective opinion to you is that I will not offer you the best. F-Zero is a futuristic racing game where players speed around a track upwards of a thousand kilometers an hour, not only trying to win the race, but also survive. To fit this, the series often employs edgy, metal-inspired background music, with lightning-quick guitar riffs or deep rhythmic chugs. The series only has three main console releases, F-Zero, which came out with the Super Nintendo in 1990, F-Zero X in 1998 for the N64, and F-Zero GX in 2003 for the GameCube. Here's some of that edgy music that you'll find straight from the N64 release that has been part of the Smash series since Brawl. First, here is the song Car Select by Taro Bando. Yeah, I don't exactly know what to say about that. Because of the nature of the type of music in this episode, our musical palette will continually be cleansed between songs by pluckier, happier music from the Smash universe. F-Zero X is a pretty big success. The game featured up to 30 races on screen at a time, and the console still performed at its best, despite the processing required for this to happen. It was also fast-paced and a decent challenge. There were two main issues with the game, however. The first is that the graphics were mediocre. Not bad, just generic looking. Secondly, the music. An electronic playground reviewer acknowledged it fit the simulation of speed in the game, but said, quote, I wouldn't in a million years buy music like this to listen to. Ouch. To be fair, the game's main composer, Taro Bando, only composed music for one other game in his career. He has been in the gaming audio industry since 1992 though, and is still active today, supervising sound effects and sound design on huge series such as Mario Party, Mario Kart, Animal Crossing, and even Smash Bros, just to name a few. Here's another of his compositions pulled right from F-Zero X and found in Smash Bros since Brawl as well. This is Devil's Call in Your Heart. Love the name.
have looked everywhere and can't for the life of me find out what they're saying. You gotta admit though, as hard as it is to listen to the vocals in these songs, they do fit the sound of the blinding fast double kicks and palm muted guitar riffs. I think it's time we get to the main topic of the episode. Death Growl. A cousin of screaming in some other intense rock genres, the Death Growl, also known as simply growling or lovingly Cookie Monster vocals, is, uh, let's say, a uh, extended vocal technique. It's a staple of genres like heavy metal and death metal. The harshness of the distorted vocals aims to match the intensity and distortion of the other instruments in such bands. For many, this is an acquired taste to listen to, and for virtually everyone who does it, it results in vocal health problems. So everybody out there listening to this, growl responsibly. Most places you look online, people speculate that the first recorded vocalizations that sounded like death growls were from the Vikings. A 10th century Arab-Spanish Sephardi Jewish merchant, Abraham ben Jacob, visited Denmark and recorded what he saw and heard in his travels. Of the Vikings' music, he said, Never before have I heard uglier songs than those of the Vikings in Slesvig. The growling sound coming from their throats reminds me of dogs howling untamed. Another record says the voices sound like a heavily loaded cart rolling down a hill. There are other examples in recorded history of people describing vocalizations in similar ways, but of course we don't really have a way to prove what it exactly sounded like. Just like our ears have become accustomed to Western music, we may not immediately take to music of other cultures from around the world, and might even have some choice words to describe the unpleasantness we feel while listening to those kinds of music. Nevertheless, let's skip ahead to music we can actually listen to. Remember from our opera vocal technique episode about what singers had to do to be heard above an orchestra? Well, with the advent of the microphone, and with that, electronic modulation, musicians experimented with all kinds of sounds that otherwise could never have filled an entire stadium. Some early rock precedents of this death growl sound can be seen as far back as the 1950s or earlier. Take this example of Screamin' Jay Hawkins' performance of I Put a Spell on You. I can't imagine what this guy's vocal folds look like. some bands manipulated vocals by processing the signal in some way, as seen with the 1970 release of Iron Man by Black Sabbath. In the 80s is when the death growl techniques started to come to fruition. Many groups are simultaneously codifying the sound that would later come to be known as the death growl, including bands like Death, Necrophagia, master, and possessed. The harshness of the sound matched the harshness of the lyrics of these groups as well. 
I'll show you one example of this death growl sound from the 80s and 90s era, but only a little bit of that because even I can't really take that much of it. So without further ado, this is Cannibal Corpse. Their lead singer was Chris Barnes, and this song was written in 1990 called Shredded Humans. To me, both this and the F-Zero-X music is completely unintelligible, and again, I can't find anywhere on the internet that tells me what they're saying on the F-Zero soundtrack. I tried to find ways online to teach us about how to vocalize in this manner, but reading about it is unclear. There's a nice WikiHow article on growling which instructs you to breathe from your diaphragm, pinch your throat, not actually with your fingers, I think you just tighten your throat, and exhale forcefully but evenly. It also has some suggestions for vocal health. A huge number of singers, and I would venture to say eventually 100% of them who growl or scream, eventually have to have some kind of surgery on their vocal folds, since polyps or vocal nodes develop from extreme abrasive action on them. One such example of an individual who had to have this kind of surgery is Sonny Moore, lead singer from first to last. This is their 2004 single, Note to Self. Vocal surgery didn't stop Moore from at least making music. You probably know him from such songs as this. Yes! Oh my god! Yes, he is now Skrillex, and that was Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites. Screaming and growling continued to develop past the 90s and can be found in any number of offshoot genres. Since F-Zero-X came out in the late 90s, this is the music that was cutting edge and cool at the time, I suppose. You know, the other music on the F-Zero-X soundtrack that don't have these death growl kind of vocals in it, I actually don't mind listening to, I kind of enjoy them. Perhaps my taste for growling has not yet been acquired. To round out our episode, I'll leave you with the last song from the original F-Zero-X soundtrack that has death growls in it, even though this song doesn't show up in Smash Bros. at all. This song is called Driving Through on Max. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you have any comments or suggestions for a piece of music or a musical concept, you can contact me at overtonewarpzone at gmail.com. You can also find me on social media everywhere at OTWZ Podcast. Until next time, keep playing. Yeah.